tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, atmospheric science graduate and skyworn storm spotter Brady Harris, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, Emmy-winning storm chaser and photographer Chris Sanner, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn storm spotter and chaser Phil Johnson. Welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the Stormfront Freaks podcast brought to you by Danner Boots. The classic is available today. Every boot is handmade to hold up in unforgiving conditions and live up to our unyielding standards. The future is strong with Danner Boots and their Stronghold Work Boot. Hey, if you're a first-time listener, thanks for checking us out. Be sure to go to stormfrontfreaks.com to check out our library of previous shows and guests. Uh, But tonight, this is episode 46 of season (laughs) 3.0, and we are celebrating women and girls in Science Day with the Weather Channel's Jen Carfagno is with us tonight. Hi, guys. And uh, we'll we'll also be hearing about the inspirations and the challenges of being a woman in the weather world. And you need to stick around for this episode's WX Resources. And you got to find out who made our weather fools uh, because we got some good ones tonight. But I do want to let our freaks know we were recognized again. We don't get that all that often. All right. <laughs> so, America's most <laughs> wanted. Give us some love. I don't, know, I don't know, man. My grandma texts me every night or every, every <laughs> second, here, my mom, second Thursday. Like, <laughs> so here, so uh, this time around, it was from weathergeeks.org. Uh, they happened to list us in their top storm chasing websites. Cool. So uh, congratulations uh, to Woo-hoo. our freaks and our show for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you haven't, uh, go to our uh, tw- uh, Twitter account or go to our um, Facebook account, and we, we have a post highlighting that with a link to their uh, their list too, because there's some great websites. Our own Chris Sanders Tornado Titans uh, was listed on there as well. Nice. Uh, so there's yeah, of there's course. some cool, where cool is websites Sanders? there. Yeah, where is he? He's every other. He's in every other like Dina. So he's okay. he's a part timer. We'll see him in June, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about right. Yeah, because now we're starting to get into storm season. We probably won't see him uh, nearly as much. But hey, it's time to introduce our team. You know, it's always happy hour. It doesn't matter where you are, what time of the day it is. Uh, it kind of matters, I guess, if you're driving or at work. Um, <laughs> might not be happy hour, but it's always the best way to introduce our co-host, let you know we're just kind of here having some fun and find out what everybody's drinking. So I always tell, feel free to join us. And we've got Maz. He's our former TV meteorologist in Cincinnati. Maz, what are you drinking tonight? Okay, so I was a little under the weather this week. So I'm drinking the Kroger. I don't know if everybody knows Kroger. In their <laughs> but it's the uh, vapor distilled water with electrolytes. And it's got to have electrolytes because drinking distilled water. Is it like Pedialyte? It's like Pedialyte. Is that for kids? The children? It's, it's the adult version. The adult yes. Pedialyte is not for kids. Are you kidding me? I use that all throughout college. It was great. What's, what's the one? What's the one After for? After a drunken night. What's the one for older people called? Pedialyte. 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 No, no, no. no. You, oh, you the insure. 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 Yeah. Right, I'm between Pedia like, like and Insure. <laughs> I'm in the middle there, so I'm drinking the water. All right. Fair, fair enough. Uh, Dina is our weather producer for weather.com. She's in Atlanta. Dina, what are you drinking? 
Well, you know, I usually like to get tanked up for these shows. But you know, I got, remember like last time I said I was doing that like 80 day fitness program. Yeah. So I'm drinking like a whey protein shake. So I haven't drank in like a month. Whey. And I still have like two months left of this. So it's kind of pissing me off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. But, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But, you know. No alcohol. You know, I am oh, going to say this. We're hard. over two so far tonight. I know. Uh, and I feel fine. I feel great. Oh, I feel Lord. great, but it's like it's working out, out every day. And All right. Well, Brady, chase. Mr. Michelob, Brady, we'll jump to you. He's our uh, atmospheric science graduate up in Columbus. Brady. Yeah. Well, you got to pull through, baby. Don't have a Michelob because I'm not on a diet. Thank God. <laughs> I've done that before. And that's horrible. Uh, so I, I have a good old blue moon Belgian white. Just decided mm. to be nice and plain. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I you're going up. You're going up in, in beers lately. He, he is. Up. He must He's be making some up. money. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Right. Maybe my mom's really like generous. Hey, Brady. <laughs> so, yeah. When you turn 30, that's when the diets start. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> yeah. so. No, dude. The yeah. diets have already started, man. Oh, the God. diets have already started. Oh, You're downhill. too long. Yeah. Downhill from there. All right, yeah. Kim. Yes. Former uh, Weather Channel met in Atlanta. Inspire us. Yes. I will inspire you with a double Ooh. IPA. Ooh, How wow. is it a double? How's it a double? It's a double. It's well. It's actually double Jeopardy. I should say. Oh. It's, it's it's it is a double IPA. It's a Scofflaw Brewing Company out of Atlanta. So I'm always trying to promote the locals, and it's really good. It's very popular, by the way. And I'm drinking it. Jen, you'll recognize this out of the Blue Ridge Brewery pint glass. Nice. Very nice. And, oh. Yes. That is a great little brewery, by the way. But yeah, that's what I'm having. And it's very tasty. And unlike you guys, when I was sick for 13 days, uh, I still had a glass of wine every night. It's shocking. <laughs> I did. That's shocking. And I think that's why I'm not sick anymore. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, 13 days. I don't know if it was That's pretty wine. big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Well, I hey, I'm, I'm uh, celebrating uh, Women in Science Day. Cool. I, I'm pretty Catering. Close. No. I've got, it's a combination of blue curacao, some Malibu rum, and some Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, that's so pretty. Ooh, oh, that's that's pretty, pretty though. Very Somebody interesting. Drank. That is nice. Cheers, did you, cheers did you make that up? Uh, I did. It's what we had in the in the cupboard, and um, <laughs> I'm a Diet Dew fan, so yeah. that's what we made. It's actually damn right. good. What do you yeah. call it? That it looks like a sky with drink. clouds. I don't know. You, <laughs> yeah, you guys can come up with a name. So at some point tonight... You guys can think of a, a Phil uh, name for I'll that. I'll get on that, Phil. I'll get All on right, that. All right, you do that. And, and we, we don't want to leave out our guest tonight uh, is joining us out of the green room. Jen, what are you drinking yeah. tonight? Well, this is the hour before I go to bed. So every night, a glass of wine. Always okay. in the glass. It's That's healthy. You see it, the flip-flops? Every night. It is healthy. <laughs> it's, this is how I fall asleep and sort of... Um, get rid of all the noise and the kids and everything else in the house. So this is a multipachano, but this was all I had left. So um, I've got a, a Z Alexander just for backup because I heard what you guys said. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it out of the box. <laughs> Talking to Canadina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I've tried all those diets too, and I can never give up the wine. So I don't know. Every night. Bring that keg in here, guys. Just <laughs> Jen, make a book. Come on. Everybody's making a book. You can make the wine diet book. 
Oh, now, there you go. That's a great Jen idea. Yeah, that's right. And Jen, I remember, you know, working the early shifts with you. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, okay, glass of wine and then maybe a little melatonin yes. to go with it. <laughs> um, that's a great cocktail. Yes, it is. I do, that. I do wow. still do that. Yes, and it puts you to sleep very easily. It puts easy. you out. You don't hear anything for four or five hours and then you have to get up. Right. So yes. You hope you, right. hope you get up. Right. Yeah. You get audited by the FDA. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, now that everyone's getting loose, uh, let's go ahead and actually give our guests a formal introduction. Okay. Uh, Kim, I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay, all right. I am very honored to do this, first of all. Um, I think many of you know Jen. Uh, if you watch the Weather Channel, she's the co-host of AMHQ from 5 to 9. Jen, I didn't realize it was a four-hour show now. Is that right? It's a, it's a three-hour show, but I'm on for four hours. You, oh. you know how that goes. So because I'm they love you. They love you. They love you. They love you. All right. Monday through Friday. And uh, she earned her BS or bachelor's degree in meteorology from Penn State, another Penn Stater. And it's from Philadelphia. And Jen, I imagine you're a Phillies or a Phillies, Phillies fan and an Eagles fan. Yes. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this was big for you. Congratulations. All right. She began her career at the Weather Channel as an intern. And that was a year before she graduated. And I remember meeting Jen. And what I remember the most was her smile. I just remember that beautiful smile she had. I thought, wow, she's, she's going to go far. Anyway, so she came to the Weather Channel full-time in 1998 after she graduated. And um, in the early years, I remember she worked, I believe, as like a, a liaison with the National Weather Service yeah. Yeah. for a while. Good so, memory, Kim. Yes, with uh, Ray Ban. Um, and also at the same time, she was in the apprentice program, like I was. And uh, she did great. And was, a lot of you may remember her in the overnight hours, um, kind of like we all did in the apprentice program. And then eventually they got smart, hired her full time on the on camera side. And as a matter of fact, Jen worked with me and Nick in First Outlook mm -hmm. um, for a couple years. She was the yeah. travel expert. I also worked on Your Weather Today. And then eventually she moved on to bigger things. Mm -hmm. But um, what I remember about Jen too is what a hard worker she was and what a great inspiration to a lot of people. Always kind, always pleasant, never a bad thing about anybody. Mm -hmm. And you know, I saw this firsthand working with Jen. I knew that she was gonna be on to bigger and better things. And she eventually worked her way to anchoring the number one show on the Weather Channel. And that's where she is now. Besides all this, Jen also has taught Meteorology 101 to a lot of the people at the Weather Channel that needed to know about the weather before they wrote, you know, a lot of their stories about weather, the producers, the directors. So a lot of people at the Weather Channel who weren't meteorologists, she would teach along with Stu Ostro um, this class that would help them kind of get an idea of what weather was all about, um, but also has developed and led weather camps around the country and continues to speak to students about a passion of hers, which is science, of course. And of course, Jen shares with me a love and respect of dew points. <laughs> another, another reason that I love Jen. Jen, we are so happy and honored to have you, especially this month, honoring women in science. And, you know, I was trying to think of a, of a great question to, to lead into, into you. And I thought, you know what, the one thing I don't think I know about Jen is how she got into weather. I mean, what started you on this path? Everybody's got a story. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a story. And most meteorologists have like a big storm. Kim, I know your story is the, the Xenia tornado. And, yeah. um, you know, that wasn't my story. But by the way, just thank you for that. Welcome. <laughs> I mean, You're welcome. And we've worked together for so long. And I feel like we do know each other well. But I'm impressed by how much that um, you know about me. Um, I'm a big fan, Jen. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of, of yours <laughs> as well. Um, 
I was always into the weather. You know, from a young age, I grew up actually in Collegeville, which is a verb of Philly, and we had everything. We had big snowstorms, you know, the blizzards um, in the 80s that were over my head. And as a kid, you know, that wasn't that big, but it was enough to make me think like, you know, just in awe of being outside and in the weather. Um, but there were a couple of notable events, Hurricane Gloria, and um, I was in the fourth grade and we had off school and it was just raining. And I really didn't know much more than, you know, that it was raining and we're watching it come down and we weren't allowed to go out and play it. I'm just peeking out of the garage. It was lifted just a little bit. And I remember thinking, what makes hurricane rain so special that we don't have to go to school because it was just a rainy day. Right? <laughs> and so um, I had no idea about the flooding and everything else that was happening. Um, so that was one event. We had big hail at one time in the summertime. I think it was in the, the sixth or seventh grade. And, you know, I remember just sitting at the window, watching it come down, thinking, how does that happen up there? I mean, how did it even get up there in the first place? Right. Meanwhile, <laughs> my parents were scrambling to get the cars in. Um, that was another instance, just a, a number of different weather events. And right. I watched the weather channel. You know, I used to watch Jim Cantori and Mark Mancuso every morning before I went to school, the Italian Aww. stallion power hour That's in the right. morning. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and I remember you know, I, that. <laughs> yeah. I planned my day by, you know, I knew that the international business forecast came on at 46 minutes past the hour. And I mean, I, and I can still remember that clock. Oh my gosh. Um, and so all of this just added to, to me being interested in weather always, but I never really thought it was, like a possible career for me until one of my high school math teachers had a bulletin board for careers for people who were interested in math. Yeah. And he was my calculus teacher and meteorologist was one of them. And it was a crossword puzzle and it was up on the, the big bulletin board. And I remember it was like down, down name. I could, I can picture it to this day. So I was like, Oh, I could be a meteorologist. Yeah. And then <laughs> just from there. Awesome. <laughs> It always seems like it's some kind of a weather event though that really gets people like, wow, how does that happen? You know? Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome, Jen. All right, you guys, anything else you want to yeah. ask her before I, we move on? Do you know, you know, you've made it, Jen, because your introduction was way longer than Cantori's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was. It was a lot. I'll tell that with him the next time I'm trying to uh, do the tropical update instead of him. So yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jen, did you have anybody like, did you have uh, maybe a mentor or somebody who helped you through your career or somebody you kind of like looked up to? Yeah, I have to credit a lot of my high school teachers I and mean, none of them meteorologists, but, um, and, and I'm really my friends and family too. Everyone really supported my interest in weather and you know, there's not a lot of people, you know, who are meteorologists, right? I mean, did you guys know any meteorologists growing up? Mm -mm. No, no, no. But you don't really see that as a career option, right? You see teachers, you see doctors, and you, you know you see a lot of other things. Um, but that doesn't, I think, strike most kids as a you know something you can do when you get when you become an adult. Um, right. And I just really think you know teachers that you know one was a pilot. Um, he was my homeroom teacher, and he knew about my interest in weather, and also actually interested in flying too. And, you know, we've we've shared that before. Yes. Um, and he gave me, he had his, his pilot's license. He gave me some of his textbooks to borrow. And then I realized how much it was about weather yes. when it came to learning to become a pilot. And that just strengthened my interest in weather even more. So it was definitely experiences like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, I started in aviation and realized weather was so intertwined with yeah. it and yeah. I could actually get a job 
Yeah. <laughs> I, did, yeah. I did have to fly freight mail and all night long for it, but it is intertwined. On your wall back there, Dina. I love your decor. Oh yeah, my little um, propellers yeah. back there. So but Jen, Dina, Jen, tell us a little bit about your path then through the Weather Channel because it it sounds like for the most part you've been there. Yeah. Pretty much your whole career. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is rare. Which, I, which is yeah. rare, right? So I guess yeah. tell us a Brilliant. little bit about how that path worked and. And why you stuck around when maybe there could have been other opportunities? Um, yeah, and you know, even just getting to the Weather Channel as an intern again, it was a situation where I really didn't think anybody got to work at the Weather Channel. It was a select few, you know, like Jim Cantori and Mark Mancuso, who I I knew from watching. You know, um, Janetta Jones was on at the time. It um, it didn't strike me as something that I could do. But then I had a um, college professor. Uh, it was Lee Grency. And uh, he suggested I apply for the position. I did. I got it. And then I, I came there and I was like, wow. I mean, it was just, it was so impressive to be at the Weather Channel. And yet at the same time, everyone there, I've been expected like to walk into a movie studio, right? Like <laughs> all glam. And it, it just wasn't like that. And, you know, it's, it's very much um, a weather geek hangout, just like this wow. all the time. So, uh -huh. so tell me then, I'm going to go through a little list here. Because you've been there um, for a couple years, who who is who's the brainiest person that you've worked with? The one that's just they just their numbers. They're all about the, yeah. the science of weather. Who would you say that would be? Greg Postel. That guy is on another yeah. level. He is posty. He, yeah, posty. He he writes these discussions. Um, you know, for us internally about what's happening. And I got to go get my textbooks out and look up half the vocabulary in there. <laughs> it's weird oh my. There. So, yeah, who, okay, next one is probably Forbes, too. Yeah, Forbes, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay, who, who's, who's the actually. funniest, the funniest person you've worked with that, that will get you in stitches early in the morning or even when you were there before? Oh, mm. gosh. These are hard That's questions. a good Everybody, one. It's, we have such a great time at work. Um, I would say Reynolds. Reynolds can oh, crack Reynolds. me up. Yeah, yeah. Reynolds Wolf. Um, but Stephanie yeah. can too. So um, okay. we have a, a yeah good time in the morning. Okay. Next one is uh, who is the Jekyll and Hyde? Who's the one that there, there's like two personalities? You don't know which personality you might get. Uh, but, but there's that, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that time of the day. Right there. Yeah, it is. Time yeah. of the day. Time of the day. You never mm -hmm. just know. But it's kind of that. Because I always get that. They say there's the fun fill and the business fill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't forget so the drunk bill. That's right. That's the fun <laughs> bill. That's, we like drunk bill. Yeah. Can I, can I plead the fifth on this one? I mean, yeah, I got to work for it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a loaded oh. question, man. But you yeah. might be able to Two ask more. me that. You might be able to ask me that. Two more. Uh, who's the best morning person? Who's the one that doesn't need to get started in the morning? Um, Right now, believe it or not, well, I mean, Kim and Nick, you, I mean, we were all great in the mornings, I have to say. Everyone yeah. I've worked with is amazing in the morning. We we get there and, and you know, you, you have to get right to it. I mean, we don't get there that early before the yeah. show, so you really have to bring <laughs> up, like, everything right away. And anyone who's worked mornings knows that. Um, and so I think every morning crew that I've been with has been um, just okay. fantastic. But Cantori is one that you wouldn't think is like you would think he likes to you know stay up late and he does um but he, he gets up in the morning and he's on the minute he walks in the door yeah well okay yeah. and then the last one who, who's the biggest party animal <laughs> biggest party Kurt Bagno. Animal. <laughs> 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 um 
Let's see, Who's the one that will always know. get the party started? I mean, is it Kim? Um, <laughs> it might be. Dean and Kim. Carl Parker, you guys don't know. He goes to all these Rush concerts and he travels with oh, them. You know, I've got a Rush t shirt on. Rush. Ah, yeah, no there you go. Who is this? Carl Parker. He's one Carl. of our storm specialists. Oh my gosh. So Jen, so Jen, I know you like dew points, uh, and I was looking here. Uh, is is this correct? You've been labeled the dew point diva. Yes. Is that is that correct? So you knew who gave me that nickname, Jeff Morrow. Jeff So we were um, co-anchors for about a year or two, and he was just like, "Stop it with the dew points!" And so <laughs> <laughs> after a while, that's what he called me. And I'm I'm truly not a diva, although I guess. Maybe some people don't believe me, but I'm not a diva. No, she's not. <laughs> um, I just think they're really useful and very underappreciated. Don't you guys agree? I agree, Jen, 100%. I agree. <laughs> yeah. You could tell so much by a dew point. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. If I had one piece of weather every day, that's what I would want. And yeah. I could, if I could only get one thing, that's I could deal, deal with that. Yeah. That's all you need, really. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Wow. So where's dew point depression in this whole thing then? Oh. oh god. Well, I mean, it's when she can't talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's a dew point depression. Depression. <laughs> she gets depressed, yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. All right. No, tell 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 me a little bit about so obviously you've you've in your career had to follow a lot of different storms. I guess tell me what what's the hardest storm that you've had to follow closely um and and why would you say that was the one that really hit home? Um uh, well, obviously Katrina, and I think that's most people's answer at the Weather Channel because it was, you know, just such a severe event. And for me, I was just pretty young. I mean, I was in my twenties, upper twenties, um, and hadn't had a lot of experience on TV just yet, and just trying to figure out the right way to present the urgency, gather the data. And this was really before there was a ton of information out there on the internet. I mean, right now you can get everything right yeah. um, but just trying to find what was closed what was um what was happening not just from a weather standpoint but from a news standpoint all of that information was not as quick to come in as um, it is today so there was that challenge um and just you know sort of grasping the magnitude of the human disaster that was happening and dealing with that at the same time as trying to communicate it on tv mm -hmm. yeah pre-twitter pre-facebook yeah yeah Pre everything with, you know, people weren't Snapchatting and Instagramming. Right. Do you think that's your biggest challenge still today, Jen, that it's that balance of, of being calm, but at the same time, the urgency that people need to, you know, adhere to? Yes. And not, um, and, and, and being urgent appropriately. Sometimes I just think my personality is when I, when I feel scared for a weather situation, um, I'm not loud. I'm not, you know, I just, I talk fast and that doesn't necessarily get the word out. So it's like, it's just making sure you communicate appropriately. And that's, you know, really hard to do when you've got your feelings involved along with, you know, the weather that you're trying to um, forecast. Are you nervous right. now? I talk, am I talking fast? Oh gosh! Oh, <laughs> oh man, to you. So, so Jen, you mentioned you mentioned that you you know you sometimes have to fight with Cantori over during the tropical update. Do you guys get to decide that, or is that something that like management will tell you, or, or do you guys kind of 
you know, get freedom to decide oh, that. He wins every time. He always he wins always. everything. <laughs> um, Although Jen could take him. I bet yeah. Jen could take him. I think so, too. We share. We actually, we share. I mean, it, he does actually get the tropical update all the time, but we, everything else, we try to, you know, every other day kind of thing and be as fair as possible <laughs> because we all want to talk about the active weather. Yeah. All right. So how does so that do work? Did you, I mean, how do you like, Hey, there's six categories. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I'll take, and you get the rest or how does that work? Well, the, the producer, the producer of the show, you know, putting together the rundown basically assigns it. And so it's just, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, so-and-so did this segment yesterday. We'll switch today kind of deal. It's truly so, as fair as could possibly be. Cantori's yeah. paying yeah. people off early. Is that the deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Jen, oh. when you were in school, did you have a lot of um, other, like, females in the meteorology program? Because I'm looking, I'm trying to think back, and there were a few women in atmospheric science with me, mm -hmm. but it was definitely probably a quarter, a quarter to, like, Sorry, we have a little men. Hello, hey, hey. We're we celebrating women and girls in science. Yes. Yes. Well, I've been to a science fair participants right here, so I'm proud of them for that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, and which, by the way, we need to talk, talk about that later because I was overall underwhelmed with how many kids did the science fair. But that that's another topic. To answer yeah. the um the question that Dina um, posed. I would say there was 45 students in my graduating class and there was less than 10 women, right? Really? Yeah. So, but we all, I mean, the class as a whole really worked together well. Um, but I would say especially the women sort of, you know, supported each other pretty well to, mm -hmm. to get through um, the hard curriculum. You know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm really happy to see even like with my kids are in elementary school and they have a whole STEM program now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm happy to see, you mm -hmm. know, that there's more attempt at least to get not only boys, but girls too, in actual science. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I remember, mm -hmm. I think maybe there was three or four in just in my class, women and the rest were men. So I and I don't too. think it's a college problem. I think the problem is much younger. They just didn't want to. Yeah. They just, right. maybe just didn't want it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's the question it's is why they choose to get <laughs> meteorology. Before mm -hmm. that, not at that point, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Jen, do you like going out in the field? I do. And, you know, um, Kim, that's pretty more recent for me because yeah. when we worked together, I was always in studio. Um, and one thing I really had to work on to get out in the field was just to make my whole presence bigger so that the weather didn't swallow me up. Yeah. And so that's something I had been working on for years. And I, I feel like it's getting better. Obviously, they're sending me out. So I guess it is. Yes. Um, and I think there's no better way to truly understand. The, and communicate the weather that you're forecasting than to experience it. Right. So mm -hmm. um, right. I feel like it's made everything about my presentation better just by being out in the weather. So do you prepare like on the plane? You know, when do you do your preparation before, you know, you, you get up early probably and look up stats, things like that. So what, yeah. what, what's your protocol? What do you do to get ready? When I, when I go out, um, yeah. because I don't usually know where I'm going until the last minute. So it's on the plane. I mean, before while I'm packing, I'm Googling things just to find out local tidbits about the area and just know, you know, specific logistics about, you know, how the storm is going to affect that local area. Um, and, you know, often we're going out a day or two before the event happens. And so that's right. helpful. So I can kind of ramp up a little bit. That's good. But, you know, I'm sitting at my desk in my hotel room with my 
you know, glass of wine that I get from yeah. room service for the bar <laughs> down the yeah. 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 On those little pieces of paper, taking lots of notes. Yeah, Wait, I bet. Before you go on the air, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it relaxes you, man. It, it, it loosens it up, you know? Yeah. It loosens the you up. No she judging. doesn't talk as fast, okay? All right. I'll slow it down. <laughs> it's wow, so raining. I imagine it's, it's, I imagine it's, how tough is it to coordinate, like, with the girls? Like, does Neil take over when you're gone? What happens? It's a it's a family effort because my yeah. sister lives nearby and she really helps out um, tremendously awesome. when I'm out of town. Neil, um, he we sort of have it arranged right now where he does all the mornings and I do all the afternoons and evenings and that works out really well. But then when I go out of town, everything sort of gets turned upside down. So yeah. um, I've had nannies and my sister and it just it, and my out. kids are my kids are amazingly amenable to anything. So they're very flexible. Oh, that's great. I think it's great for kids. Really. I Especially, really you know, and I have boys and you have girls, but I think it's good to have your children see you working hard, yeah. knowing that women can work hard and, and get ahead too. Mm -hmm. One I of my, agree. my favorite um, situations or stories about this was Hurricane Matthew. And it was happening over my daughter's 10th birthday. And we had oh. a big, you know, double digits and we had a big skating party planned. Oh. And, um, <laughs> I got, they asked me to go out and I really wanted to go. I mean, this was Hurricane Matthew in at the, you know, at the time it was a cat five, but I really didn't want to miss her birthday. And I yes. said, I'll go, but you know, can I come back on Thursday? The party was yeah. on Friday. And they said, yes, but I, you know, I knew that they were never, there was no intention of bringing yeah. her back. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Sorry, Jen, we can't get you a flight. <laughs> and so I remember that Thursday, just having a long text conversation back and forth with, with Kelly. And um, I knew at the same time, she was actually texting with her teacher because I had all her texts coming to my phone. So I could see, I could see what was happening. Um, and it was very mature and her teacher helped her just sort of, you know, work through her feelings. Um, and she, Kelly texted me back and said, mom, I know you've got to help people and make sure that they know what's coming. So please stay there. Aww. We'll celebrate my birthday another time. Damn. And That's I was in killer. tears, you know, yeah. right? That's yeah. Yeah. She, got a, she must have got a good present. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jen, is that the daughter behind you with the butcher knife? Is that the one right now? <laughs> Hey Jen, uh, do us a favor. How can our listeners find and follow you on social media? All right. So that's easy on Twitter. It's Jen Carfagno and same thing on Instagram and Snapchat. Oh gosh. I never do Snapchat. So don't worry about that. I was that. gonna say, damn, yeah. you're a Snapchatter. Yeah. Don't do Snapchat. Yeah, you guys Snapchat. I mean, Snapchat it's terrible. Is, it's hard. I'm a millennial it's and it's terrible. I hate it. <laughs> terrible. I feel like nobody sees it. Or if they do, I don't know. I don't know how to respond to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Face every time. Isn't it Nobody gone immediately? Picture, you know, going like this. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't it go point. away immediately or something? I don't for like know. 24 hours. Something. Oh, okay. It seems like that, a lot of work for yeah. something yeah. to go away. Yeah, yeah. 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 I agree. All right. Well, it never fully goes away. On the internet. Never fully goes away. Let's jump Everybody, it's time for our lightning round. This is our game show of brilliant questions for our guests. Uh, we always invite everybody to play along tonight. Now, this is new. We haven't done this one before. We're playing Don't Forget the Quote. Now, there was there is a game show, or used to be a game show called Don't Forget the Lyrics, and it, and it went along with songs, and you had to kind of finish the, the lyrics to the song. Tonight, we're playing Don't Forget the Quote. 
and we're going to celebrate Groundhog Day by uh, covering quotes from Groundhog Day the movie with Bill Murray. So, oh, I love that, Bill. <laughs> so, Jed, I know you've uh, you've spent some time with good old Puxatani Phil, mm-hmm. and so I thought this might be appropriate tonight. Okay. So here, here's what I'll do. I'm going to give you a quote, and, and part of the quote's going to have a blank in it, and the blank is what you have to try and fill in, and if you don't get it, I'll start going down the row with our co-host and, and okay. see if they can figure Ooh, it out. Okay. okay. So we'll start easy and we'll get a little harder as we go. So the first quote is don't drive blank. Don't drive, don't drive blank. angry. Don't drive angry, Phil. Very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Nice. Good start. Off to a good start. All right. Second one. Woo. Watch out for that first step. It's a, it's a doozy. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Is this bad that I know this whole movie? Uh, this, I don't know. This could get scary. We'll see. All right. The next one. There is no way that this winter is ever going to end as long as this groundhog keeps seeing his shadow. I don't see any other way out. He's got to be stopped, and I have to. Oh, God. I can picture the scene. Oh. Right? This is where he's. He's driving. Uh, I, I don't know what this uh, what, what scene it's from, but again, he's saying this. There's no way this winter's ever going to end as long as this groundhog keeps seeing his shadow. I don't see any other way out. He's got to be stopped, and I have to. I have to pass. Okay, so pass. like a buzzer. Uh, Brady, I'm going to st- go to you first. What? Um, well, I've never seen this movie before, All right, so well, we're moving on. Blasphemy! Blasphemy! Oh okay. Hey, he's, he's never right. He's never right. I don't see any other what? way. Wait, out wait a minute. Well, I have to <laughs> blank, Dina. I'm guessing bury him. Nope. Close, nope. but not quite. All right, uh, Kim. Stop uh, him. Gonna... Stop him. Very good. You got to be stopped, and I have to stop him. All right, back to you, Jen. You ready? Yes. All right, Phil. Phil blank. <laughs> Phil Blank, I thought that was you. Now, don't you tell me you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. Phil? Phil Connor? Woo! Oh, Oh, I don't know. Judges? All right, we'll give that to you. It's Phil Connors. Oh, Connors. Oh, she's close. But we give it to you. Judges okayed that one. Judges okayed. All right. Uh, Moving on to the next one. All right. Ned Blank. Needle nose Ned. Ned the head. Come on, buddy. Case Western High. Ned blank. Ned Ryerson. Yes. Oh my God. Gosh. Bing. All right. We got two more. Two more. All right. She's going good. I was in the Virgin Islands once. I met a girl. We ate lobster. We drank pina coladas. At sunset, we made love like blank. That was a pretty good day. Why couldn't I get that day over and over? Oh. One more time. I was yeah. in the Virgin Islands once. I met a girl. We ate lobster. We drank pina coladas. At sunset, we made love like blank. That was a pretty good day. Why couldn't I get that day over and over? <laughs> I don't know. Like dolphins? I don't know. <laughs> no. It was not like dolphins. Rabbit. Uh, Dina. Oh, wait, what did Kim say? Did Nick she say what? Like nope. what? It's not Kim. Kim, I didn't call you. <laughs> exactly. Chill out. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, had I don't know. I'm guessing newlyweds? No, it's not newlyweds. All right, Kim, now it's your turn. Rabbits. No, not rabbits. <laughs> Maz. 
Make love yeah. like what? Animals? Um, close, but that's not. <laughs> it is an animal. Brady, can you get it? Uh, sea just... lions. I don't oh, know. now you got really close. Judges? Wait, really? No, no, we're not going to give it to you. Oh, wait, no. I was in the Virgin Islands once and I met a girl. We ate lobster, we drank pina coladas. At sunset, we made love like sea otters. Sea otters. All right, last one, Jen. You ready? Yes. All right. You want a prediction about weather? You're asking the wrong blank. Oh, it's not groundhog. He says something else. But groundhog? Um, <laughs> no, but what's the name of the groundhog? Oh, Way to finish strong. Yeah, we'll give that to you. So, All yeah, right, you want a prediction it. about the weather? You're asking the wrong Phil. Woo! You know, and I kept wondering why I was getting all these tweets all day uh, telling me that I was making a bad prediction, and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even make a prediction. I didn't, I didn't I understand. Didn't hear that. My oh, own man. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, great job, Jen. Thanks for and Jen, you did not disappoint us. You oh, Brady, about ground about Phil not being right, I need to address that. If right. He's always right, you know. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's just the interpretation, right? Because you've got uh, only one person that speaks okay. groundhog uh, Sometimes okay. it's wrong. <laughs> That's fair. Like, That's human fair. interpretation. That's fair. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you can tell right now, Jen and Puxatani Phil. I think they're tight. You know, they're <laughs> yeah. tight. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. Why aren't you the interpreter, Jen? Well, you I'm not the president of the inner circle. I mean, you have to have the hat and the like cane, though. You, you have some cool hats, Jen. That's a cool hat. I have eight. Eight hats. Eight hats. Share the wealth. Wow. How many years you been doing that, Jen? Hey, everybody. Hold on. How many years? Eight years? Oh, my God. It's lost control. It's like Groundhog Day. All right. Hey, as part of our Women and Girls in Science Day celebration, we're actually giving away an adult doodle and coloring book. By, I had to be careful when I first said that, right? Um, <laughs> this is a, an adult doodle coloring book by former Weather Channel meteorologist Heather Tesh. All right. Uh, it's titled Hair Doodle. And actually, uh, Dina had a chance to uh, talk with Heather and get the book. Dina, tell us a little bit about the book and Heather. Yeah, Heather came out with this book. She did it herself. Uh, she had it published. And it's mainly like an adult to teenage kind of coloring art book. And it was really cute. Uh, and she had given me a copy and I said, you know what, we need to like, she's got a ton of followers. Everybody loves Heather. Mm -hmm. And so she gave me a copy that we could um, kind of give away or raffle off. And it's a signed copy. Oh, awesome. So um, I've got it here. Now, um, Dina, right. weren't yes. some of the, the, the hairstyles in there, weren't they like, you know, some Weather Channel people? She kind of i don't know if she did really. some other channel people some i thought maybe but okay but the, well <laughs> she never told me that but yeah. um you know some of these i think are see there's know. vivian brown i don't know <laughs> I, can't, I, 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 I don't know but i kind of felt like she mimicked it off of pretty yeah um but like looking through here i don't know if i see i don't know resemblance to really anybody it's okay kind of hard to tell, but Okay. <laughs> really good book, very colorful. Kim, are you? Is your hairstyle in there, Kim? 
Oh my gosh, which one? Yeah, right. So I know that book is on Amazon. I saw it on Amazon. Uh, it's called Hair Doodle. It's by Heather Tesh. But if you want that signed copy, what you got to do is you visit our pinned posts on our Twitter and Facebook accounts. Uh, just go ahead and follow the instructions to be able to enter the drawing. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Stormfront Freak or on Facebook at Stormfront Freaks. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. Our podcast listeners get to hear the latest edition of the Titans U Minute with Chris Sanner as he continues his talk of weather models. Uh, so go ahead and stay right here. We'll be back to hear from Jen, Kim, and Dina as we learn more about the challenges and inspirations of women in meteorology. And now it's time for the Titan U Minute with Chris Sanner. The answer to the question of how accurate weather models are is a complex one with a straightforward, if not ambiguous, answer. Quite accurate, but not that accurate all at the same time. To put it even more bluntly, you can use models to get a pretty good picture of what might happen, but you'll rarely, if ever, get a completely accurate picture of what will happen. Or, to put it one other way, models are best used as a tool for guidance on a forecast, but don't just use models to make a forecast. Compared to when I first started chasing in the early aughts, Weather models have definitely come a long way. The HRRR in particular has changed forecasting for severe weather in big ways, as have the various and improving high-resolution WERF models out there. And there are many. What you have to do when it comes to weather models and how accurate to take them is realize they are imperfect tools and you have to apply some of your own know-how and pattern recognition to get a full picture of how the day might turn out. A couple of items that are important to always consider is how the model initialized for the day, as well as what built-in biases the various models have. There are still days, even today, where models simply get a bad feed of data and the old output is to be called into question. Into the future, there are exciting new technologies and research going into modeling which will mean accuracy will only continue to improve. However, for now, you have to keep in mind that models are not always the answer when it comes to forecasting. You will have to use other tools to get a complete picture. Hey, we've got a lot of really cool things going on at TornadoTitans.com. From new wild weather episodes every Tuesday to new Titan U content and more. It's just really a good time. So visit us at TornadoTitans.com. Also, find us on social media. Simply search Tornado Titans. We'll see you next time. Welcome back, everybody, to Stormfront Freaks podcast. We're celebrating women and girls in meteorology and TV broadcasting. And February 11th is the Women and Girls in Science Day, where we want to inspire and encourage other young girls and women to get into meteorology and science. And we have Jen Carfagno joining us today. And Jen, the one thing I've always loved and respected about you is that you always can handle yourself no matter what situation. Like if you're, if there's things that upset us at work or challenges we have, you always seem to handle it very professionally. And for young girls coming up or even in the workplace now, I would say like, I always like 
even now being in in weather for so long i like to hear how a woman handles certain problems and how they get through it mm -hmm. you know like cuz you're going to probably face the same thing so how did you you know how did you deal with it so you know if you've ever been like say mansplained or something like that like you know like how do you handle things like that um i would just say overall uh, for i think for girls and boys um as, as, as kids growing up, confidence is one of the most important things to teach. Um, and not to feel like you're always right, but just to always feel like you can be confident in your opinion of, of what um, is right. And so that, um, and I still feel like I struggle with that. So I really appreciate your compliment. Um, but doing your homework ahead of time, knowing your stuff so that you go into every meeting and you know every um, scientific discussion and, um, every challenge at work sort of prepared to, um, don't say defend, but really to defend your, your point of view and, um, and feel good about it. So, cause if you don't believe in yourself, then of course, why would anyone else? So I think that it's always that pre-preparation or the preparation. And, and I uh, think that takes a long time because I yeah. think it took me a long time too yeah. to really feel confident knowing that I know what I'm doing. I don't need to, mm -hmm. you know, explain it to somebody and prove my point all yeah. the time like i mean how many times do you go home from work and maybe not as much today but certainly in the beginning of my career i would you know think oh i i thought that was going to happen i thought that snow band was going to develop there but mm -hmm. i didn't say anything why didn't i and you know right. i would kick myself in the back of my mind why didn't i say something and, and i still do today honestly yeah, um, so too. i still have trouble speaking up when um you know when it's sort of a risk to do so so that's a challenge that i think is a, just a work in progress for everyone that's so funny you said that jen because i remember like an example would be Matt Crowther, who always had the confidence to say what he thought, no matter what. And I thought, gosh, I would love to be able to just blurt out what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but then I'm a, I was afraid, like, oh, my gosh, somebody, I may be wrong. They're going to remember wrong, that I was right. wrong about mm -hmm. it. But he never had that fear. And I remember thinking that, you know, gosh, that would be something. Why do I not have that confidence? Yeah. Just, just say what I think. And I might say it quietly to somebody else. And then, gosh, I was right the next day. And they might say, gosh, Kim, you're right about that. Oh, well, dang it. Why didn't I speak up and right. say that? Right. And even say so it on air, I right? Agree. Yeah. Exactly. Even on air. Exactly. Yep. Actually, mm -hmm. Maz, I'd like to hear your point of view. Do you, do you feel that, you know, when you are, let's say, making a risky forecast that, you know, has a high bust potential, do you feel concerned that you're going to give bad information or just, you know, put out there what you... Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of that has to do partly is with experience. Mm -hmm. um, even though you may scientifically know what's going on or, or think you really know what's going on, <clears throat> you sometimes defer to people who have been there longer. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, even if you're kind of yeah. like, oh, well, they must know more because they've been here longer. And that's mm -hmm. not always the case. Um, and if any of my people from other stations are listening, I'm not talking about you guys at all, for sure. Okay. So that's what you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and I was thinking something else too, because um, when I watched you all on TV, I would never think that any of you have any challenges with confidence ever. And mm -hmm. I watched Kim, Jen, I watch you, I watch, I watch everybody there. And as a meteorologist who's been in the field for a while, probably too long, because now science has gone past me for, you know, for all the new <laughs> technology, but I watch and I, and I'm like, nope, they know what they're talking about. Yeah. I don't ever think. Oh, he or she, you know, especially if you're thinking the she side, I, I would never think that. And, and I'm, I'm really glad just, I'm going to add on to a separate part of the conversation here. 
I think going to schools is such a huge thing for meteorologists to do and go and talk. You know, when you go and you talk weather, whatever it is, you're not talking to just guys or just, you're just talking to the class and everybody gets treated the same. And I think starting that at a young age, I think that's where these kids go, hey, you know what? Maybe I could do that. Yeah. That's something I could do. And I think just the more that the meteorologists around the country continue to do that, I think you're going to see an evening out of male and female on the air. I really do. I mm -hmm. think it's just because it'll become it's like it shouldn't be accepted. Of course, it should be accepted. But I think if people think it's not accepted, right. it's going to become 50-50. I think in Cincinnati, I think we actually have more women on the air than guys. Yeah. 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 I think that's evening out, like you said, I think where it's still uneven is like up to the PhD level. Yeah. Um, I you know, agree. I, I'd love to see more mm -hmm. women PhDs coming through because mm -hmm. I'm like, especially ones who are like really good math. Right. <laughs> God bless you. Right. you do it. But that's, I think the one, I, I think mm -hmm. that on camera is evening out. I think yeah. the high level PhD mm -hmm. is what needs to catch up. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's hard because once women get to that, that, that time in their life, when they're working on their PhD, they get married, they're thinking children. I mean, I just feel like there's that it's competing with that internal clock. And I think that's why you don't see as many women going on to the PhDs. I think that's part of it anyway. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. What do you think, Jen? Well, I was going to say just to use actually the on-camera meteorologist and the, the chief meteorologist at TV station comparison. Um, I don't think you see as many women chiefs for two reasons. Um, one, there's just not as many women in the field. Um, and two, I think there it might be choice. I think a lot of women may choose to work mornings. I mean, I certainly have, if, if my preference is available, I'm going to work mornings so I can be home with my kids in the right. evenings. And um it's, it's hard to balance family and work. Yeah. And so um, I agree, Jen. Reason. I hated work in evenings. I did. That was a huge, you know, it's a huge sacrifice for me as a mom that I wasn't home when the kids got home from school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't have dinner waiting for them. And it's just, just because that's something I wanted to do. So it's fair. I agree hundred percent that I think chief meteorologist positions, there's a lot of negatives to it for women, especially. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of it is by choice, I think. I agree. Yeah, and yeah. and a, a lot of, I don't think a lot of dads sit there and think, oh, I feel guilty for being here at work um, when I'm providing for my family compared to a woman who feels guilty for working yeah. when her kids are home. And uh, I wish I was home making them dinner. I wish I was home when they got yeah. off the bus. I wish I was home helping them with their homework or tucking them into bed. You know, there's so much guilt and so much pressure. And you see it in social media. Yeah. Yeah, you, you do. know, it's like no matter what choice you make, somebody's usually on you about it. Yeah. So and That's then negative you, inter and you inter internalize yeah. it even more. I think, yeah, I mean, I actually think social media is there's positives to it, um, of course. And just from a news gathering standpoint, I, I love Twitter. But, you know, when it comes to all these other pressures, I mean, social media, you got to just you have to somehow um, blank it out. What do you what do you mean when you say because I'm I'm not understanding when you say on social media you're hearing it a lot. Are there people giving you guilt trips? I think there's more um examples of people doing the things that you want to do. <laughs> so yeah. like mm -hmm. you know, not being there for your kids or um mm. or or it could be going on a professional level above and beyond, you know, where you would like to go, but you're you can't yeah. because you're choosing yeah. to do more family, you know, mm -hmm. more things with your Is, family. Do you guys yeah. think that's an innate mother? thing or is that learned society 
thing. Both, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think both. But I think we beat ourselves up more than anybody beats us up. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. And I think most of it's internal. I mean, right. It's, it's really nothing that anyone from the outside is doing to us. It's all what we're, (laughs) what we're creating inside ourselves. Right. So let, I'm interested to find out. You want to be the best mom. You want to be the best spouse or whatever. And you want to be the best at everything. And it's very difficult to. Right. Yeah. You, you got to just let things slide sometimes. So I, I want to know, ladies, what what's been your what's been your inspiration, whether it was either when you were younger or or while you were working in your career, who who or what was your inspiration to Jen? You talked about it a little bit, but to, to get into meteorology and to stick it out and to fight through the challenges that you have. What what was that? Um. <clears throat> I certainly had, and as I said before, a lot of great role models as teachers. And I remember one science teacher in particular, Mrs. Russell, she was my chemistry teacher. Um, and I always saw her as this woman who had it all together. I mean, she played soccer in the gym in the morning, you know, with, with the kids. But then, you know, she, um, she was going on to get her PhD. She was a great scientist. She was a great teacher, a great communicator. Um, and you know, as you know, as a high school student, I thought she went and hung out every weekend and had fun. So I felt like this woman had it all right. Um, and, and I think she does. And so that was an example to me of something that I was striving for. But it really starts at home. And um, my mom actually went back to college when I was in college. So she never finished her degree before she had me. Um, and that too was inspiring because she just, you know, kept following her dream. And so I just think being in that environment, like showing your kids that um, if yeah. you if you have a goal, just keep working hard for it and it will come. And hard work always pays off. That I believe that. Mm-hmm. If you want it bad enough, my my motto in life is there is always a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You may not yeah. see it clearly, but there is always a way. Because, I mean, I grew up in a family that didn't really push women or girls to go to school. They just figured we would just get married and pregnant and why yeah. bother with an education? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I realized that. My inspiration is that I wanted to be able to take care of myself, to know that I can pay my own rent, buy my own clothes, take care of myself, and I didn't need anybody to do it for me. And that is (laughs) really my inspiration above everything. Yeah. You know, and I want my children to see that. I want them to grow up knowing they have a strong mother, that women are equal, that they should be treated with respect. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's really... Because as a parent, you know, you may, well, anybody, you may not, you're one person, you may not be famous, you may not be anything, and you may not have a big impact on the world, but you can have an impact on your children who may change the world. Yeah. There you go, Dina. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what I pray for every day. Yeah. So. Well, you're a great example of that. What about Um, you, Kim? What, um, Kim, I don't know what inspired you actually to. I mean, I know, you know, you were in the, in the Air Force and you got your training, but before that. Well, you know, I was thinking about this and I don't think I've ever really thought about who really inspired me when I was young, you know, when I was in grade school, you know, because for me, the Wizard of Oz and then the super outbreak of 74, that all propelled me into my career or path. But as far as a woman that I thought, oh, you know, I, I want to be like this woman meteorologist, there weren't any. I mean, I grew up in the 60s and 70s, and there literally were, at least in Cincinnati, there were none on the on the local news. Um, if you look in books, 
There weren't women meteorologists in any of the books, the encyclopedias we used to look at. And so I really didn't, to me it was, and I don't know why, but that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I was going to do. And so I, you know, I know I've told this story where I wrote to one of the local meteorologists, Mike Fenwick at the Weather, Ch at, uh, the Weather Channel at uh, in Cincinnati. I think it was um, KRC TV. And I said, how did you get your, you know, your training? And he said he got in the Air Force. And then as soon as I heard that, I'm like, I'm going to go in the Air Force. And yeah. so that's just how it went for me. And so I really didn't have a woman that I thought I'm going to do this. I just thought, well, if he can do it, why can't I do it? Mm -hmm. And my mom, you know, Jen, you talked about your mom. My mom was similar where she may not have went back to school, but she was always there telling me, Kim, whatever you want to do, whatever you dream, whatever you can do it. You just have to do it. Just do it. You know, mm -hmm. Nike had it right. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. So she really was a huge influence on me on continuing to pursue that dream, even though the odds were slim for me to make a career out of it back then. And it just, that's, so for me, it was really, it wasn't until I got in the Air Force and started watching the Weather Channel that I thought, oh my gosh, there are women in meteorology. I saw Cheryl Lemke, I mm -hmm. saw Janetta Jones, you know, and Cheryl Lemke for me was, was it because she was so polished. Mm -hmm. She had it down. And it was like, I, there's a woman meteorologist. I've never seen one on television before. So that to me was, that was my inspiration to think there's something beyond not only the Air Force as a career for women in meteorology, but beyond that, outside the Air Force, that there are actually women who love weather besides me. I mean, it was just a, mm -hmm. it, I can't even tell you guys how that was like, wow, that yeah. is so awesome, you know? So anyway. So that's why I thought, oh, I'm going to send an application to the Weather Channel. And then, anyway, that's it for me. And then you got, and then you got the job. And, and I you, got the job. forecasting first, right? And then, Yeah, I was behind you, the scenes yeah. for six years. Yeah. And so, and that, to me, Betsy Abrams, you know, you guys know Betsy. Yeah. Um, she was, she is an incredible meteorologist. One of the, I've worked with a lot and a lot of meteorologists. And she was probably one of the best, I think, in the world for women meteorologists. Somebody who taught me so much about temperature forecasting, about local effects. Because remember, I when I was forecasting at the Air Force, in the Air Force, it was more of a synoptic scale forecasting. We did some point forecasting for severe weather in the Air Force bases, but temperatures and things like that, I didn't know anything about really. But she was so on it. She was like this person who was part, was in sync with weather. She was riding the wave of weather. She could feel things. She could I can't even explain it. Like Matt, her and Matt yeah. were like these people that were one with weather. I thought, gosh, I want to be like that. I want to be able to be that way. Anyway, so she was an inspiration as well. That's fantastic. How yeah. about you, Nina? Oh, I always say that Kim was my mentor, whether she knew it or not. I did not know that, Dina. <laughs> I, I say this all the time. It, I guess not to you enough, but I mean, I always remember no matter what, no matter what was going on in your life, no matter what was going on at home, no matter what was going on at work with children, with family, you always had the best attitude. You were mm -hmm. always happy. You were always happy to be there. And I'm like, God, I wish I could be more like him and I get so pissed off sometimes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and I'm like, what would Kim do in this situation? You Is know? that why you got pregnant with twins? Because I had twins. I, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to follow suit. You no, know? but it's like, it was always that same thing. Like, 
you know, and, and Jen's the same way in some, and like, I always hold her to the standard of, of brilliant women. Yeah. If they're really brilliant, they're Carfagno smart. Oh. <laughs> That's what I say. It's just, oh. and I say it all the time. Wow. Like, awesome. They're Carfagno smart. Um, and then, you know, with Kim, it's like that, that great lust for life and happiness that just. Yeah. Makes, Kim and you exude yeah. it. I mean, you you do yeah. like oh, I don't think I've ever heard you complain. Yeah, oh. really ever. And and you know we all get in that moment. We're mm -hmm. like, oh my god, you know you want to complain about things. You want to complain about somebody who's bothering you, or you want to complain about your hours. You want to complain about something. Yeah. And I never heard you do that ever. Oh, thanks, Gina. No, no. Well, Gina, well, well, you what, you're Here's yeah. what I want to hear I, from each of you, all three of you. I want to know what what's the kind of legacy that you want to leave to other women and other girls. What 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 do you want to do, or what can you say that that's a part of you, and that you want to go? You know, if I'm going to leave a legacy, this this is what I want it to be for other girls and women that want to pursue this industry. Mm. Jen, I'll start with you. Uh, okay, so yeah. I'm against, I'll go first. Sorry, <laughs> ten words or less. Yeah, <laughs> so, <that's> yeah. <laughs> um, no, this is this is just this is my personal this is my personal philosophy, and um, you know I believe in hard work. I believe in confidence, and I believe in being humble. And I think if you can, you know, do those three things well, that you'll you'll be successful. And it has to be a, um, you know, you you have to internalize the success it can't be what someone else sees it has to be what you feel and so that's you know the end result yeah because you can't fake that right no mm -hmm. all, right, all right kim <laughs> um, i think for for girls and women who want to pursue a science field i really believe that they need to pick something they want to specialize in I feel like as far as leaving a legacy for me, it was, you know, I think what helped me was having that specialty in tropical and severe. And I think that's what helped me define who I was and how I got the job at the Weather Channel and how I used that to get to where I was at the Weather Channel before I left. So I feel like what I would like girls to think about is if they're going to pursue science and they want to be looked at as equals and because we have to fight a little bit harder, at least still today we have to, yeah. it's gotten better, but we still have to. I feel like if you just pick something in your field and specialize at it, like Jen, do points. I mean, that's somewhat small, but I, that's the idea I'm trying to think of is pick something and be really good at it within weather. It doesn't have to be on camera. It can be, you know, like Dr. Um, is it Kasiba? you know, and, you know, studying tornadoes, pick something to specialize in. And I think that's going to help get the respect that we all want. And I think women have to do that a little bit more. And you just have to work like Jen, like you said, work really hard, pick something to specialize in, become an expert at that. And I feel like a lot of that respect will come and they can't, you'd be irresistible, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they can't. Yeah. It's so. like creating your brand, Kim. I think yes. it's, uh, what you're describing, like creating yes. what, what's your brand going to be, and it's something that's you know going to describe you. So exactly, um, I, I think I think that it's necessary. Absolutely, Dina. Let's see. I would say, well, like I said this earlier, my philosophy in life is there's always a way. If you want something, and whether you're religious or not, I feel like 
God will find a way if you work hard enough to find the path. Like, just find a way. Like, I didn't know if I'd ever go to school or earn a pilot's license or something. And if you want it bad enough, you find a way. There is. So if you think maybe you're never going to go to college or you can't afford it or it's not for you, if you want it, there is a way. This In this country, you can do it. Um, yeah. And I kind of feel like as you do it, have some respect for yourself and others. Like, don't do anything to somebody that you would regret. Like uh, my grandpa always said, don't do anything you wouldn't want on the front page of the newspaper. <laughs> oh, well, uh, now it's I'm like on Twitter, <laughs> but really, like fight hard. Don't feel bad about fighting hard, but don't screw anybody on your way up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like be respectful yeah. so that you can look in your mirror every day and feel confident that you're, you know, whatever you've done, you're proud of it. Yeah, you're honorable. I love yeah, that. Honorable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, don't do anything that you would, you wouldn't want anybody to know about it. If you don't yeah. want anybody to know about it, it's probably not something you should do. Yeah. So fight that's for it. Good. Don't bother. Don't worry about what other people think. Because it's so funny. I joke all the time. Like, I don't care what people think. And Gina, you're a tough cookie. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're you're tough, tough, they think man. they think maybe I'm like, but I don't. I go home every day. I'm happy. I have my family. I have my job. You know, I'm like, I don't care. You either like me or you don't. If you don't, well, don't listen. <laughs> yeah. I've always you know? admired that about you, Gina. Always, always, always. Do you, yeah. uh, do you, anybody else have anything else to add at this point? Well, as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get little curlers in this hair or something. Hey, that's how yeah. I got a the facial frill. mask. <laughs> we can put a mask on them next time. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if, if you're listening, let us know what you think on the subject. You can always email us at questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or find us on Twitter or Facebook and tag us your thoughts so we can share that on the next show. We're going to go ahead and take our final break. The rest of you can refill your drinks. And when we come back, it's time for our co-hosts, WX Resources. And we're going to find out who made our list of weather fools. Hi, this is Gary England. It's Friday night in the big town, baby, all dressed up, no place to go. Jump back, throw me down Loretta. Hey, be sure and listen in every week, right? Every week, the Stormfront Freaks podcast, baby, it's the best in the world. Welcome back to Stormfront Freaks podcast. Did I say that right or did I... Did I kind of lisp it a little You're bit? You're going on the blooper reel. Am I? Okay. Well, I'll get back. I'm, I'm drinking water too. Hey, so time now for weather resources. This is a great, these are my two favorite segments. So I think I'll do both tonight. Well, it's your favorite fun. segment, but you've been doing this for 46 shows and it's WX resources. What did I say? Weather resources. You do know WX stands for weather. But you, you understand there's a brand. <laughs> there's a brand associated with it. All right, take two. Oh Not there a very go. good one. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back. Time now for WX Resources, <laughs> the most awesome places you can find on the internet that are related to weather or anything weather related, which is exactly the same thing, by the way. So here to kick us off first is Kim. You do have a resource, please. Kim. I do. Yes, okay. I do. All right, but okay, this is going to take screen sharing, so give me a second here, okay? Uh, I hit share. I hit my... You see it? Yeah. 
All right. Do you recognize this person, Dina? John. John Erdman. He's had him on. He's been on our show. He has? Yeah, before you. That was yeah, before your time. That was before me. Okay, well, maybe this time to, you know, bring him back. Um, John, I've known John for a while. He was at the Weather Channel, as some of you may know, for a long time. Now he's with IBM. But he is probably one of the smartest guys, too, as far as meteorologists are concerned. And I just love following him because he always has some great information on Twitter. And it's actually Jonathan Erdman. Let me see. I'm sorry. I missed that. On Twitter, it's um, Jonathan Erdman um, at WX. Yeah, WX, not weather. WX, um, J Erdman. So he has always some great information. What I noticed about John, he always has a lot of precipitation amounts. So if you're into finding out how much rain, how much snow, John always has some good stuff. And he always, to me, anybody can follow him and understand what's going on. It's mm -hmm. not like he's talking above you. He talks more conversational. And so I think even somebody who's not a meteorologist could follow John and get some good information. So I think John is awesome. He's a great guy. He's up there in Wisconsin right now. And uh, he's anyway, got a, a great lot of followers. He does. He absolutely does. 13, oh, 13 and a half. Yeah, he so is. John, he's a great meteorologist. Um, was actually in Atlanta for a while, but now he's up there in Wisconsin. But yeah, he worked. We I mean, we work together, but he works remotely. That's okay. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So how lucky for him. So I know he's happy to go back to Wisconsin. But um, anyway, so John, I follow him. I think he's a great follow. You know, before he was on our show, he had like four followers. Are you uh, serious? It was Stormfront Freaks that really sucked <laughs> it off. Jonathan okay. on line one. No, I'm done. Right. We made John. We made him. I love John. And you know what? He's a good guy. John's he a good really guy. Yeah, good. He really guy. was good. And we should have. I agree. We need to have him on again. Yeah. All right. Well, that's yeah, cool. That, if if I recall, we had him on during the anniversary of the Halloween, what year was that? 90, 92, 90, 91 or 92. Yeah. yeah. 91 or the, the big Halloween blizzard yeah. slash nor'easter oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect storm. It was, it was called 91, 91, yeah. 91, 91. Yeah. And we had, mm -hmm. we had him on during that. So it was a lot of fun. He's oh, he's awesome. He's Wisconsin. You know, he talks like a Wisconsin person. He's awesome. Anyway, you've just ticked off one of the 50 states. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing them left and right. Wisconsin. We're down to like four states now, so no more. Okay, I won't even tell you which ones. All right, thank you, Kim. And okay, Dina, cool. you got something too, right? Yeah, let me share mine. Share. All right, so mine is from the National Weather Service, and it's really a place to get storm reports. Um, for some reason, I didn't use this enough until recently, but um, it's weather.gov forward slash source forward slash CRH forward slash snowmap.html. But we'll post it on our uh, Stormfront Freaks uh, page. But what I like about it is you can go like last 24 hours, 48 or 72, and it gives you a list off to the right. You can move the map around. You can zoom in. And this is probably really good for people who, you know, even if they want to look just in a certain specific area, like, uh, uh, you know, if they just want to say, look in Massachusetts and you can kind of see the numbers here, you could click on it. It'll give you the location and the time mm, that's awesome. around. And I really like this because sometimes people like say, you know, even for us in, 
well, either TV or digital or anything, we're looking for video. We see something in um, Illinois near Chicago or something, then you can come here, look and see, oh, okay, Morton. That's we have video from Morton. Oh, I see a storm report for 4.8 inches. So oh I really like it. It's um, very helpful. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep that good. one. Tina, remember the days you had to add up on the observations? Uh, it's like you know, every <laughs> observation to add up snow And you're like, did I add that six-hour observation exactly. twice? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I love all this. Make it be too math. Yeah. It. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely ladies' night. You guys are rocking tonight. Yeah. Way to go. All right. And of course, in we'll carry you, boys. Yeah. As usual, by the way. <laughs> and in case you missed any of where to find those sites, uh, you can check us out on WX Resources episode 46 show notes. And uh, that's where you'll find all that. Okay, we got one weather fool for tonight. It's not Dina, but Dina has one. <laughs> what is a weather you know, fool? I love weather fools. It's my favorite. All right. So this is from liveleak.com. It's a snowmobile ice water swimming. So it starts off, this guy is like uh, on a snowmobile. And um, if I can get it to play here. Snowmobile ice water swimming. Well, it sounds like an Olympic sport. It, <laughs> he's trying to oh. ride a snowmobile. And you could tell he's going right over some like an icy <gasps> pond. Yeah. I'm like, buddy, what are you oh, thinking? No. You know, uh, they're not even... I don't even know. I wouldn't even want to walk on this ice. Cool, man. And you know, you always got nice. some guy in the background going, "Go, buddy!" Oh, 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 no. oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. Oh, there goes your snow. Yeah, he's revving it and he's trying to get through it. And um, oh, yeah, down no. he goes. So not only did he freeze his, you know what, off. He lost. He's got a mullet too. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he and maybe he spilled his beer the whole time. I don't know, but I mean, come on. That's oh an expensive gosh. piece of machinery. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, I grew up in a town that was full of mullets back in, the <laughs> in Minnesota and full of snowmobiles and full of ice covered rivers with yeah. spots that would easily. And it was that probably was from my hometown. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was you. I just didn't I, want to tell. I love my hometown, but that was definitely probably from my hometown. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had a mullet back then. Yeah. <laughs> It's always one of those things where, like, you hear somebody in the background go, "Dude, hold my beer." Yeah, and they do it. Watch this. Hold, yeah. yeah, hold my beer. Watch this. I'm gonna pop a wheelie on the ice. Damn! There goes my snowmobile. Oh, I love it. All right. So, weather fools, obviously self-explanatory on that one, and you can check out that video and more on our episode 46 show notes under weather fools. Is that it? All right. That's that it. was awesome. Ladies, thanks uh, for carrying us on Ladies Night. Uh, I do want to mention to everybody, John Erdman was a guest on episode 13. Oh, okay. Uh, titled, wow. Because 14 is Just Too Many. That's right. <laughs> what was that in reference? Oh, yeah, that was in episode 13. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> All right, let me, uh, let me cover some listener questions and responses. MJ is not here tonight, so I got to cover for him. Uh, Nick Tarrant, I think is his last name, uh, on Twitter. He's at Nicholas Tarrant, T-R-A-A, I'm sorry, T-A-R-R-A-N-T. I've had, I'm now into my, by the way, my second blue nice. Curacao yeah. Malibu Diet Mountain Dew. Okay. Actually, if you look at it, it's kind of clear. There's not a whole lot of Diet Mountain Dew in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Nick was on Twitter 
and he sent out a tweet said, "Why am I just now discovering Stormfront Freak podcast?" Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And, hey, you and I, it. That's, that's I took it personally because I thought, well, we got a pretty damn crappy um, uh, marketing campaign, I guess. <laughs> if he's now, do we have one? Just yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. All right, then we've got uh, we got an email. This is from clickjohnd at gmail.com. He said, hello, guys and gals. Y'all should develop an app with like show notes and podcast and listener interactions. You certainly have the right demographics for a wide range of audiences. Maybe even a freak of the week segment for the best Ooh. weather photo or something. Mm-hmm. Just a Ooh. thought. And thanks freak for of the, the week. Shout out. I like that. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, told, I, I responded. I said, that's a great idea. We might steal that. Yeah. I uh, hope he doesn't have a copyright <laughs> trademark, or trademark yeah. on that. Uh, but week. freak of the week. That's, that's pretty that. good. We're taking I, it. I don't think so, we want to have an app because that might actually make us money, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? I know hey, nothing. No, listen, freak of the week. So what, what should we do? Should we do like a freak of the week photo of the week or uh, it could be anything. of the week? It could be. It could be a person. Yeah, I All don't right. know. Tell you what, maybe maybe we'll start that, and then like we do with our episode name, uh, we'll vote. I'll send it out, and all the freaks can vote on it, and and we can come up with maybe a freak of the week. But I want to thank John Click D for that. This is from Jennifer McMahon on Twitter. She's at Jen underscore McMahon. Uh, but Jennifer McMahon said, "Hey, fun and an informative show tonight." Thanks, guys. Oh, because hey, I awesome. will say that the last show had no women in it. Oh, that was so, from last week or two weeks ago. Uh, uh, yeah. So hey, right. g- us guys, we're not just a pretty face, okay? <laughs> we, we can carry we're a show just too. Here to be stared at. Yeah. yeah, I know. Again, <laughs> we can carry. A show. All right. I think that just about it should just about do it for yeah. this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Thanks for listening and watching. Hey, before I tell you who our next guest is, if you enjoy the show, uh, please do us a favor. Leave us a great review on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe to the show by hitting your podcast app subscribe button. What that does, it works just like a magazine or newspaper subscription. It assures the latest show gets delivered right to your inbox to listen the moment that it gets released. Uh, Would you guys all agree? And gals... Thanks to our guest, Jen Carfagno, mm, yeah. uh, and, and the great discussion, Dina and Kim, uh, thanks yeah. so much. Sure. You know, the, the hope was to uh, have a show. We like to have fun on the show, obviously, and, and be entertaining, but, but it's good to also provide some education and inspire people, and yeah. uh, hopefully tonight uh, you all had a, had a chance to do that. So mm-hmm. I, I just really, honestly, I want to thank you for doing that oh yeah it was fun um so our next episode is in two weeks it continues season 3.0 we'll be recording on february 22nd with drone storm chaser ray leichner uh so ray is a a a storm chaser and he uses drones he's got some great drone footage i really think that's kind of the future of uh video footage for weather and and uh even uh post storm uh situations but if you'd like to watch the recording live uh that one will be back at our normal time of 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central check out our youtube channel by searching stormfront freaks uh so for maz dina kim 
and Brady, who we lost already. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear. We love you guys, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us. Night, everybody. I think he had to feed his cat or something, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. To subscribe and be notified when new episodes of our bi-weekly show are available, you can go to Apple Podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app and search for Stormfront Freaks. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter at Stormfront Freak. We'd love to hear from you. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out the interactive radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.